Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. One of my favorite people about all things business is my guest this segment. He's really uh, one of the more, uh, I think, hands-on in terms of helping our listeners do the things they need to do to uh, succeed in their business in a way that I have nothing but great guests. Everyone knows New York Times best-selling authors, billionaires, some phenomenal thought leaders. But Joseph is really a roll-up-your-sleeves kind of guy who has a great strategic background as well. So we always have fun, and he does something that is so unique in business today, which is uh, created a, a model that uh, he literally only makes money unless his clients is making or saving money. Which you gotta love that, and so and it's really an unheard of approach uh, to business in reality. We hear about we hear about I think fake propaganda marketing that talks like this, but uh, Joseph, you literally do that over at uh, businessgpsllc.com. Uh, a little more about what you do and uh, get get in today. I like to say you sell success while others sell advice. Hey, hey uh, good to talk with you, Kevin. Always a pleasure to be on. Yeah, and we certainly do it differently. The The simple concept of getting paid based on performance really changes the dynamic with the client. So instead of having these wonderful big picture ideas of how to uh, retain better employees and how to attract more customers, and all that's true, but big picture ideas don't pay the bills today, right? We've got to really do the blocking and tackling to make the business work. That's the only way that we're going to be successful is if we get into the trenches with the business owner and affect change and do it immediately. So when a client signs up with us, it's a Tuesday by Wednesday, we're already looking for ways to get a victories for that client, ways to move the business forward. It's just it really changes the whole dynamic. I, I, I tell people that we're like your partner for the next six months without having the equity ownership, right? But but that's how we treat it because that's the only way we're going to get paid is if you're successful. Yeah, I love that. All right, let's get into our topic today, which frankly is something that I'm sure you're working with clients on, which is payment terms and collections. And uh, what do you do when a client owes you money and isn't playing Paying, which I'm sure that's not happening at all in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, oh, it's just not cynical, but it's, it's terrible right now. Yeah, and this is one of those topics that, you know, sometimes the topics are things that are just so relevant with my customer base. I'm, I, I'm the, the person who is the canary in the coal mine. I, 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 we see these things early on uh, because our clients experience, we're talking to so many small businesses out there every day. So, Collections has has become, sure enough, a really big issue because people are not paying. I'm getting more and more clients talking to me about, hey, can you help me collect from this person or that person? And what I find is that collections go on for too long. They're not handled the right way. And by that I mean there's not a communication there's not a proper structure and communication with the person that owes you money. By the time it comes up to me, the, I ask, well, how much is it? And it's always a lot of money. It's always over 50000 And how long have they owed it to you? And the answer there is 
it's not a month or two, it's nine months. It's a year. And I asked my client, well, what's your process? It shouldn't go on this long. Well, the guy tells me he's going to pay, so I'm waiting. And it's a, it's an optimist view that that money's going to come in. And so people, people really need to change their process, especially during these times where every dollar counts and you've got to, you've got to really work to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. And your, your client, uh, you know, talking to the, uh, talking to the, uh, your client, <laughs> just their clients are playing this game and I don't think it's they're under stress just like everyone else. Right. But they're playing this game that I can't be the only one having problems and they're right. And, uh, you know, and so it's like, uh, you know, it, it costs money, it costs time, et cetera. They go after me. I can play this game for a while. The longer they pay the, 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 you know, the game, the less likely they're ever going to pay any of it because the longer it goes, the more daunting it is to ever pay it off. Kevin, you're, you're exactly right. So I, I tell clients, number one, you've got to work on some kind of small payment plan. Every week, every two weeks, even if it's, um, let's say it's a $50,000 bill. Hey, I tell you what we're going to do. For the first three months, we're only going to charge you $300 a week or something really small, $100 a week, something to get the person paying. It's almost a, 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 the $100 or the $300 is just as important as the psychological uh, commitment by that person. So get somebody on a small a payment plan as possible. If that person, the other thing you get out of that is if, Kevin, that person can't pay you $100 a week, okay, now you can assess more clearly that person, their intentions, and or their ability to pay, right? And so if they can't pay $100 a week, you go, okay, well, this guy's never going to pay me probably, so then I can hand it off to my attorney. And I think that's the that's the other part of this is, is setting a deadline. If you haven't received payment by X, try to get them on a payment plan. Try to be their friend. Try to connect with them, right, as opposed to uh, being pushy with them. But if, if you can't do that, that means you've tried everything you can do in a nice way. Then it becomes time to hand it off to somebody else and let them worry about it. Let them help collect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, talk a little bit about uh you know, on the kind of talk about building this, if you will, building this structure for uh, making sure people are paying in a timely manner. Because really, what your your primary point here is that uh, prevention is even more important than cure. Right. Well, that so there are a couple of different things there. Number one, you need to have a written process or procedure for every for what happens when somebody's not paying. Right. It needs to be automatic so that uh, Susie in accounting or Johnny knows exactly the steps to follow. Because a lot of times what happens is, is that, well, this person gets treated differently than this person, or this person's been with us for a long time, or this, or this, or this. And so trying to make it systematic. But then you raise a good point. How do we avoid this in the first place, right? And, and, and that gets to some of the front end stuff, okay? It's easy if you're dealing with businesses as your customers, it's easy to do a quick check on their credit. It's very easy. It's also easy, I always tell people wherever you can, get a deposit. 
if that's possible in your business, even if it's a hundred dollar deposit, I'm, I'm really big on getting the psychological commitment. If I ask you for a hundred dollars for a $50,000 order or a $10,000 order, if I ask you for a hundred dollars and you're not willing to give it to me, then maybe I need to reassess if I want to do this, if there's, you know, too much risk in it for me. So, you know, running checks mm-hmm. on businesses on the front end and trying to find little ways to get psychological commitments from them so that you can assess how how committed they are and how, how good a paying client they're going to be moving forward. I think that's critical. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, basically, a reality check. Exactly, exactly. And here's the other thing, and this has come up – and this has come up lately as well with uh, two clients here in the last week. This is why this topic is so relevant to me. Um, collecting on the front end. So here's, here's a good example. I had somebody come to my house the other day to fix my stove. I'm not a chef by any stretch of the imagination, but my stove needed to be fixed. The guy comes in, he does the work, and I say, hey, dude, you know, let me pay you. How do I pay you? No, that's okay. The office is going to call you and they're going to collect payment. I go, oh, okay, great. He goes, yeah, we haven't figured out how to, how to get payment in the field. And I go, huh, well, that's strange. Well, nobody calls me. So I'm, I'm calling trying to make payment, and it dawns on me, boy, wouldn't it be smart when the service is provided that in today's day and age you've got technology, you just swipe the card right there. They're standing in my house. Here you go. I, the the value proposition is as clear as can be because you just did the work right in front of me. So, and I had another client with the, with the same thing that man, clients aren't paying because they're doing re, uh, home repairs and then they're calling later and the person's avoiding the call or they're not calling the back or, you know, what have you. It doesn't make sense. You need to capture the payment when the service is provided because that's the maximum, um, uh, con- view or consideration of the services you've provided is in that moment. So it, yeah, that's it, when you're, uh, that's when the client is most satisfied. Exactly, that's the closest to the time that the client notified you saying you needed your help. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The more it's in the rearview mirror, the easier it is for them to drag their feet. Exactly, exactly. And 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 imagine, hey, we're all busy. Life's busy. Uh, you call from a a different number, I don't recognize, whatever. Maybe it takes a week to collect my payment. Well, that's a week that that money is in my bank account versus your bank account. It just simply doesn't make sense. So, so to your point, doing some of the work on the front end, not taking business from just anybody, right, and, collect, and doing a little bit of research on the front end on the client, getting these little uh, signs of commitment and acknowledgement, even just signing a piece of paper. It doesn't have to be $100. I always like $100 because it's really a test. Okay, are they really into it? And if people don't have skin in the game, then they're more likely to kind of wash out later or not pay later, right? But even if they sign a contract, hey, sign this, there's a psychological commitment to it. And, you know, take it, we always focus on our side of the equation, but you know, go think about it in your life as people, as people provide services to you. When you sign something, you're committing to them. So get them to sign something. Get them to commit. Yeah, absolutely. That signature matters. And by the way, you're talking about, you know, the technology being somewhat 
facetious because that technology that you're referring to where people could do it on the field, that's been around forever, right? That's not new. I, I, I've had a homeless person uh, approach me, and uh, I, I have a hard rule. My wife's a, a therapist in uh, that field, in the drug addiction field, not in the homeless field, although they're very interrelated, by the way. Yeah. I don't just give money to homeless people. It's being used to kill themselves, slowly but surely. And so, uh, and I also, because of crime as it is, I, I often, I usually don't carry cash around. I, I use plastic a lot. I said, sorry, I don't have plastic. I don't need to get into a moral debate with him on why I'm not going to give him money. You know, I said, oh, that's okay. I have a, this device here on my cell phone. <laughs> you think I'm going to give my card to you? Are you right, kidding me? Right. Uh, but, I mean, there's a homeless guy walking around with that technological ability. Uh, there's no reason that even the smallest of business uh, doesn't have the ability to add that. And you'll yeah. figure out real quickly whether or not your employees are, are actually putting it on their account rather than on whatever uh, app you have for them to use for your your business. You can figure that out real fast. And yeah, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, absolutely. And it's, it, we're, we're so focused as business owners on make, getting more revenue. But if we just run a tighter ship and we look at the leakage that we get from people not paying and what we have to write off at the end of the year from people not paying, it's typically a significant amount of money. So if we can just tighten it up a little bit with these easy, simple steps, then you're only going to have a better business. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very good. Very important. And, you know, again, I, I, it goes conversation, I think, really among the earliest we had about the romantic side of business. And, you know, people don't create a business because they're – so excited about the thrill of collecting money, you know, or, or the thrill of building clients and the thrill of customer service problems. <laughs> That's not why they do it. That's what, man, they're the most phenomenal chef in their mind, and they want to feed people, you know, or, or they're great at, at fixing homes and doing it fast and, and uh, affordably and that type of thing. That's where their passion is. But I'm telling you, if you don't take care of this ugly stuff that we're talking about today, you're not going to have the privilege of doing the stuff that made you start a business in the first place. That's an excellent point and gets to some advice that I give clients, which is the business owner should not be the one collecting because for, for that reason and others, they want to cook the food. They want to run a great restaurant. They want to build a great product. They want to, their passion is in all of these other things. And so if a client comes to them, oh, I can't pay, I'll pay tomorrow, pay tomorrow, and all of a sudden nine months have gone by, that business owner is typically not the one who's the best equipped to collect from that person, right? So you got to let somebody in accounting or some third party handle it versus yourself. Yes, yes. Otherwise, you'll be dealing with wimpies who would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. That just doesn't work <laughs> as an economic model. Well, I'm showing my age now. That's probably from a 1940s Popeye. But anyway, <laughs> the wisdom still persists all these decades later, my friend. Uh, okay, final thoughts as we begin to wrap it up. I think that this was a very good conversation, uh, both a morale builder, uh, a reality check, 
and they're very tactically helpful as well. Final thoughts from you. It's a very relevant topic, and it's only going to become more relevant as we go through this economic downturn. So just the sooner you can make these simple steps, meet with people in accounting, meet with other people in your office, come up with a policy for the front end and the back end. It's a 30-minute meeting. Write the policies down. Get the team to follow those policies, and it will make a huge difference in your business. Yeah, no question about it. And by the way, you know, I, I, I just want to encourage people to uh, really sit down and, and do an evaluation of this. We're hungry. I say we, the people in the economy today, for business. People are terrified at a level we hadn't seen in years. Some people, fortunately for us Americans, have never seen this because they were, they were you know, 16 the last time a major uh, downturn like we had over the last couple of years took place. And so they didn't have to navigate it themselves personally. They may have heard of other stories, but not their own. Don't get into the of giving, getting business just to get it when it's not going to be business that ultimately pays. If they're telling you they're, you know, and and they may not explicitly tell you, but they tell you by how long it is to make a decision and be dragged their feet, you know, take your word for it. You're going to be hell having them as a client uh, because you're not going to be able to pay in a timely manner. Just don't do that to yourself. Uh, Go and look for the next client that can do it. Great advice today. Thanks so much, as always, Joseph. A pleasure. Always, uh, always happy to to be on. All right, all right. Always glad to have you. This is GPSLLC.com. That's the website. I encourage you to check it out. It's a great business model. You're not spending money with this company uh, for their help unless unless you're making money and saving money. Uh, virtually unheard of today, but I think it's so crucial. I am Kevin Price. This is the Price of Business Show.